Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for a special edition of Hello, World. We've got dozens and dozens and dozens of past programs of living in today's world. Those little vignettes that we share at the end of each program. And uh, it was only yesterday I was telling you that, <laughs> that I wanted to be sick. Oh, boy. Be careful what you wish for. I was only teasing. The Lord must have been listening. An awful night, beloved. You pray for us here. We're going to do this recording today, get started, and then get into some living in today's world for this Wednesday program. My, oh my. Yeah, I, that's all I can do is sit here in front of this microphone for a few seconds, and we'll hand it off to someone to put this together. Thanks so much for being here. Pray for us at Greg Patton Ministries, our whole household. We've been to the hospital down with bronchitis. It is not fun. Thank you for being here. Love you all to pieces. Well, let's try this. What are we uh, thinking about Thanksgiving 2020? You know, my friend, that no nation has ever failed to prosper when its people put God first and their country second. The moral decline of a nation can be traced back to its religious beliefs. Pagan societies have come and they have gone. Rome, at one time an invincible force, crumbled from within because of moral decay. Countless individuals with godly moral values think their opinions do not count very much, but hey, you're wrong. Look across America and you're going to find all kinds of average people with strong moral beliefs. They work, they attend church, they want the best for their families. How does a nation, America or any other nation, become spiritually torn and tattered? Well, it's, it's very simple. The people who are at the very heart of any country's life give up and give in to mounting pressure to compromise what they know is the right thing to do in life. I mean, in real life, a very small percentage of people want certain godless statues installed However, if a nation's majority wavers in confusion, then more than likely the laws will face very little debate. You know, it's extremely important to you to stand for what you believe in. Be tenacious in your prayer, asking God for His direction morally and spiritually. And don't settle for compromise and say no to issues that do not reflect the purity of Almighty God. And a reminder again, this is what we were saying Wednesday, 2020 before Thanksgiving. As Thanksgiving is a day away, news reports from states around the United States indicate that more and more Americans face food insecurity more than any other time in recent decades. Video obtained by CNN on Tuesday from the Meadowlands Entertainment Complex in, where is that, New Jersey, showed residents waiting for several hour, hours to obtain prepackaged boxes of meals for their Thanksgiving holiday. That, too, is something to pray about. And have you invited someone over to your house? We just gave a blanket invitation, especially to those that are single in our church. We usually get a pretty good extra crowd on Thanksgiving and Christmas. So think about it, my friend. Maybe there's somebody you can invite to your house tomorrow. And finally, it is a, a good question here. Would you blindfold yourself and then eat whatever someone fed you? N no, not. A then stop letting the left-leaning loonies do that to you. Pentecostals, they can't save. Baptists can't save. Catholics can't save. Presbyterians can't save. Lutherans can't. You know, no, 
denomination is going to save you, my friend. Only Jesus Christ can do that. And I like this one. Mama said, when you do right by people, God will do right by you. No matter how bad they try to do you, just keep doing what is right, my friend. God will bless that. And he says, it's done. You are forgiven. You don't need to feel shame because I have put all things behind me. Now, let's look forward. I love you. Well, that's good. Hey, how's that Christmas shopping going, huh? This is not the year, I guess, to get everything you want. Uh, no, this is the year to appreciate everything you already have. Thank you, Lord. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this message. Hello, world, comes your way through Greg Patton Ministries out of the Cross Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Not very complicated. News, information, and comment every day at this time. And we try to have a good time as well, my friend, encouraging you in the Lord. These are tough times, going to continue to be so. So let's just trust the Lord in all areas. And, and thank you for supporting this ministry. Thank you for telling others about the broadcast and for you just being here every day at this time. Few things more valuable than time, so we thank you for giving us yours every day at this time. So tomorrow, the big family gathering at your house, Thanksgiving. You know, the original celebration of Thanksgiving was held by the Pilgrim settlers in Massachusetts during their, actually their second winter in America, which was December 1621. The first winter had killed 44, the original 102. At one point, their daily food ration was down to five kernels of corn apiece. Can you imagine? But then an unexpected trading vessel arrived, swapping them beaver pelts for grain, providing for their, well, their severe need, right? The next summer's crop brought hope, and Governor William Bradford decreed that December the 13th, 1621, be set aside as a day of, well, of feasting and prayer to show the gratitude of the colonists that, hey, we're still alive. These pilgrims, seeking religious freedom and opportunity in America, gave thanks to God for his provision for them, helping them to find 20 acres of cleared land, for the fact that there was no hostile Indians in that area, for their newfound religious freedom, and for God's provision of an interpreter to the Indians in Squanto. Along with the feasting and the games involving the colonists and more than 80 friendly Indians, who added to the feast by bringing wild turkey and venison. Oh, boy. There were prayers and sermons and songs of praise. They were a big, important part of that celebration. Three days spent in feasting and in prayer. From that time forward, Thanksgiving has been celebrated as a day of, well, giving thanks to Almighty God for His gracious and sufficient provision. Abraham Lincoln officially set aside the last Thursday of November back in 1863, as the day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father. In 1941, Congress ruled that after 1941, the fourth Thursday of November be observed as Thanksgiving Day and a legal holiday. You know, scripturally, we find things related to the issue of thanksgiving nearly cover to cover in your Bible. Individuals offered up sacrifices out of gratitude in the book of Genesis. The Israelites sang a song of thanksgiving as they were delivered from Pharaoh's army after the crossing of the Red Sea there in Exodus 15. The Mosaic law set aside three times every year when the Israelites were to gather together. 
all three of these times. Unleavened bread, also called the Feast of the Passover in Exodus 12, Harvest of Pentecost in Leviticus 23, and the Feast of Ingathering or Tabernacles, Leviticus 23. They all involved remembering God's provision and grace. Harvest and tabernacle took place specifically in relation to God's provision in the harvest of various, well, trees and crops. The book of Psalms is packed full of songs of thanksgiving, both for God's grace and to the Israelite people as a whole through His mighty deeds, as well as His individual graces sent out to each of us. In the New Testament, there are repeated admonitions to give thanks to Almighty God. Thanksgiving is always to be a part of our prayers. Some of the most remembered passages on giving of thanks are the following. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, and 18, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Philippians 4, 6, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. Therefore I exert that all supplications and prayers and intercession and the giving of thanks be made for all men, 1 Timothy 2.1. You know, of all of God's great gifts, the greatest one he has given us is his son, Jesus Christ. On the cross of Calvary, Jesus paid our sin debt, so a holy and just judge could forgive us our sins and give us eternal life as a free gift. This gift available to those who will call upon Jesus Christ to save them from their sin in just simple but sincere faith, according to John 3.16, Romans 3.19-26, Romans 6.23, Romans 10.13, Ephesians 2.8-9 and 10. Oh, my friend, these are so good. For this gift of his Son, the gift which meets our greatest need, the Apostle Paul says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift, 2 Corinthians 9.15. So we, like the pilgrims, have a choice today. In life, there will always be those things that we can complain about. The pilgrims had lost so many loved ones. But there will always be much to be thankful for. As a society becomes increasingly secular, the actual giving of thanks to God during the annual Thanksgiving holiday is really being overlooked. And isn't that sad? leaving only a feast. Let's just feast. May God grant that he may find us grateful every day for all of his gifts, both spiritual and material. God is good all the time, and every good and perfect gift comes from him, James 1.17. For those of you listening that know Jesus Christ as Savior, God also works everything together for good, even events that we would not necessarily Consider good, right? Romans 8, 28, 29, and 30. Yeah, as we think about Thanksgiving tomorrow, may he find us to be very grateful children indeed. If you've just joined us this Wednesday, this is a special edition of Hello World. The preacher is down with bronchitis, and so we're uh, replaying some programs from the past, the living in today's world part. So thank you so much for being here, praying for us and supporting us. Your prayers are really needed. And what were we excited about in uh, 2022? <laughs> I like to be excited about everything, of course, but this was it. 
the end of the month in November 2022. As always, encouraging you to be a part of this local Christian radio station. Always needing money. I don't care where this is being heard around the country. This station needs you, needs your finances. They're praying for it. You're praying for it. We're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving at the end of the program. What are you thankful for? I know the station is thankful that you're listening and playing a big part in their operation in your community. So keep up the good work, my listening friend. Yep. Support Christian Radio in every way you possibly can. Pray for them. Give all those things that keep Christian Radio on the air in this part of the country. And we'll thank you in advance. Two more things. Encourage you to get a copy of our newest book. It's called Living in Today's World, 20 Stories. Things have happened in our life in the last few decades in evangelism and through the local church. Available at Greg Patton Ministries, Southwest Radio Church, uh, Amazon. It's out there. And soon, the invisible War of the Saints, victor or victim. Many of you have already pre-ordered that through Southwest Radio Church and Greg Patton Ministries. Thank you very much. Oh, this is a good one. The devil saw me, had my head down, and thought he had won until I said, Amen. Here it comes. This Friday, they call it Black Friday, a day shoppers are willing to trample over one another for material things, just a day after celebrating what they were thankful for. Ah, uh-huh. and there's a cute painting of a pig on my Facebook page. Today, I'm thankful that I am not a turkey. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> That's good. And who said that? Perhaps the best idea and thoughts for the day. You be a rebel. You get married. You start a family. You love Jesus Christ. Teach your kids to think for themselves. Buy some land. Turn off the radio and television news. And Refuse to live in fear. I like it. Is that uh, Johnny Mathis singing Winter Wonderland? Details on Thanksgiving right after this important message. I see two requests for friends. Thank you. From Middlesboro, Kentucky. Must be listening on WMIK. Thanks so much. More and more folks in that part of the country getting in touch. But I haven't heard from you yet. Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Prayed for many of you today. The list too long to go through the names, but I prayed for you. You are my Facebook friend, and I know you're praying for us. Get on board. Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. And thank this station for carrying the broadcast, Hello World, every day at this time. It's such a blessing to come to you. We couldn't be here. You wouldn't be hearing us without this Christian radio station. Thank you very, very much. God bless. I mean it. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't give it to Greg, Jerry G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Be my friend. Well, I've shared with you many times my love for the Christmas season. I mean, really, so many reasons to get excited, and people do, but I'm last week, one of our big stations here in Fort Wayne started playing non-stop Christmas music. You think that's too early? I used to start officially doing two things, putting up the Christmas lights and listening to Christmas music 
the day before Halloween. Just a tradition that we had here. Hey, judging by the holiday's name coming up, Thanksgiving, the way we celebrate that seems pretty straightforward, doesn't it? I mean, what in the world could be simpler than counting your many blessings one by one and, and saying a prayer of thanks for all of them? Does that? That seems right, doesn't it? But the beauty and the simplicity of that day have for many become complicated by a host of things that just divert our attention from the object of our gratitude. The Lord Jesus Christ I'm talking about here. Expressing thanks can be difficult when our mind is preoccupied with expectations, our own as well as others. Maybe a loved one isn't there to celebrate with us this year, or hot-button issues aren't given the day off. Add to that the strain of a heavy travel day, getting the jump on Christmas shopping, and no wonder it's so common for Thanksgiving to be a high-stress occasion. Are you ready? Do you know what you're going to do this year? For the first time, we're thinking of maybe going out rather than having it at home. It's a lot of work, and we're getting older and a bit tired, and, well, you know. You know, the truth is, on a day set aside for being grateful, many people just feel absolutely miserable. In fact, Christians are no exception. Many of us experience the gloom that comes with the holiday season, no matter how cheerful we may be on any other given day. However, regardless of our feelings, the Bible tells us to constantly, and I mean constantly, give thanks to the Lord. You can read Psalm 100, verse 4, Philippians 4, 6, Colossians 3, 17, 1 Thessalonians 5, 18, and the verses just keep on coming. You know, two reasons many of us don't get the principle of thanksgiving right are, well, somewhat the opposite of the other. We give thanks, now get this, we give thanks only for the things that we feel thankful for. Does that make sense? Well, sure it does. We speak words of thanksgiving out of a habit without really, and I mean really, truthfully, feeling grateful, right? In the first case, we fall short of the goal, for the Word of God lays it out for us, namely to, oh, give thanks. Are you serious, Lord? Give thanks for everything, First Thessalonians 5, 18. And in the second case, we are behaving religiously on the outside without being transformed on the inside. Instead of giving the Lord our gratitude, we're offering Him some platitudes. There you go, Lord. It's easy to feel grateful when the circumstances in our life, oh, they look sunny. And when the Lord answers a prayer with a clear yes, for instance. When an ailing loved one is miraculously healed, a job opportunity becomes a sure thing in your life, and your child decides to get saved and follow Jesus Christ. But the Apostle Paul has said, uh, Everything, huh? Let me think about this. Everything. And therein, for the Christian, that is a real challenge, right? Thoughts from yesteryear. And we shared this one uh, several years ago before we got some good recording equipment. Had to do with the holidays and being in the hospital. I know many of you listening probably have experienced that at one time or another. Again, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, who wants to be in the hospital, whether you're the patient or your family, friends, visiting? Good story here. Well, no one wants to spend Christmas in the hospital, but those who have to in order to be near loved ones are in for a treat. 
13-year-old Jerry Hatcher Jr. made a very special trip to the Scottish Rite Hospital Children's Healthcare Center in Atlanta, Georgia on Christmas Eve to treat patients and visitors to breakfast or lunch at the holiday cafeteria. What? The preteen saved $1,300 from his allowance and other various odd jobs over the last 12 months for a generous occasion, a tradition that he's kept alive now for the past several Christmases. 13 years old. It's Christmas time, Jerry said in a statement to the hospital. No one should be suffering at a hospital this time of year. He said he hopes he was not only able to spread some cheer, but offset some of the financial burden to stay in the hospital. Well, you did it, kid. It's the small things that make the biggest difference because hospital bills are enough, he explained. You can pay anywhere from 6 to $25 just to get a meal, and that adds up quickly. Jerry explained this tradition was inspired by his own family's stay in the hospital shortly after his twin brother Javier was born. His family explained their younger son was born with a mass that took up two-thirds of his lungs. Little Javier was admitted to the hospital in 2013 when what was supposed to be a couple of days' stay turned into three weeks lasting over Christmas. So there came the lesson. Thirteen-year-old boy buying lunch and breakfast with his savings of $1,300. Yeah, wonderful people come in all ages. Isn't that great? Tip of the hat to Jerry Hatcher Jr. And finally, this may be uh, a part of the new America. The mom of a problem child was getting some advice from a specialist, I guess. Ma'am, you are Far too upset and worried about your son. I suggest that you get some tranquilizers and take those things regularly. On the next visit, he asked, how are those tranquilizers working? Are they calming you down any? Oh, yes, indeed, said the lady. And how is your son, ma'am? And she replied, who cares? Oh, it is. It is the new America. Who cares, huh? You better, my friend, absolutely, as a child of God. We need to be praying and caring and doing, too. You've been listening to Hello World. This on Thanksgiving Eve Day. Again, I pray you're going to have some folks over and have some fellowship with the family tomorrow and uh, all those things that are so important. And don't forget to keep Jesus Christ in the center of everything in your family, my friend. Let me jump in here again uh, live, if I may. One of those things I'm thankful for, again, is to get our our new book, Invisible War of the Saints, out into the hands of the public after all these years. God has indeed blessed. And coming up on Southwest Radio Church a week from this Friday, I guess that's December the 1st, Dr. Ken Copley will look at some things in the book. He just loves this book. The guy has to earn doctorates. I mean, his credentials are through the roof in so many areas. He absolutely loves the help from Invisible War of the Saints. And you can get your copy, InvisibleWarOfTheSaints.com. And I'll say again, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be able to uh, write and then have it published. We're working on a question and answer book right now. I guess that's going to be the next one. Then coming out in June will be our New America Flood of Evil book. So in these latter years, God is putting it on. We're we're riding up a storm, my friend. Continue to pray for us as I shared at the beginning of the program. We've been listening to the archives today and uh, bronchitis throughout the entire family. My wife, I, 
the grandchildren. What a time. Pray that we can be lifted up and get up and go tomorrow for Thanksgiving. We'll just see what God has for us. You being here, that's a very big deal. And we're grateful for your presence. Thank you for telling others about the broadcast. Pray that we're back live tomorrow. We appreciate you being here. Join me on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Thank you for telling others about the broadcast. A big thanks to those of you that support us on a continual basis. So until tomorrow, Thanksgiving. Hey, God bless. You have yourself one fantastic Wednesday.